morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are out there in podcast land. Um, I've got my friend coming on soon, Lisa Samet, Dr. Lisa Samet. She's a naturopathist. She's from Montreal. She's a healer. She's a natural doctor. She's a coach. She's a lot of things. And we're going to have a bit of a chat today and see what we can um, conjure up together or give you some food for thought. Hi, Lisa. Are you there? Hi, Leon. I'm here. Good morning. Good afternoon to you. Yeah, good yeah, well, good afternoon to me. It's early there, isn't it? Well, not too bad. Eight o'clock. Yeah, so before we get into it, uh, the book that I keep, well, I don't keep mentioning, that I like to mention because it's such a great book that you wrote called Emotional Repatterning. Simple book to read where you can change your belief system, you can believe whatever you like, but basically it's about unlocking the subconscious and going in there into that filing cabinet and pulling out the files that you don't need and replacing them with good ones. How's that for Hey, a, that's a great <laughs> summary. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I'm the most unrehearsed, um, unresearched <laughs> guy on the planet, I'm sure. I'm just the most, it's just, I'm, I heard someone famous, I'm not going to mention, say they hate research. They hate researching anything and they were quite Quite, you know, like a household name. And I thought, okay, that's given me permission to be me as well. Um, <laughs> so what I want to talk about and I want your views about is we seem to be living in a world somehow even more than before where we've kind of lost a bit of individuality and we're seeking a lot of validation. And within that trajectory, seeking validation, am I good enough? What should I be doing? I think we're losing our own identity when we seek validation. And the other thing is we're being offered so much about this is how you should be. This is how you should act. This is how you should be confident. This is how you should have self-worthiness. This is how you should have self-love. And it just goes on and on. And I think it's become confusing because it's, you know, you have your own calling. And this is, I just read this. You have your own calling. And it's not a conference call. <laughs> so I really, yeah, I really like that. Uh, and it's not a conference call. And we're turning our lives into conference calls. And uh, oh, That's hilarious. I I'm going to use that line. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, um, it's someone that Brené Brown, do you know her? Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, I she's do. She's interviewing him. And uh, it's fantastic. It says, uh, yeah, Unlocking Us, I think the book is called. But the opening to the book is, you know, it's your calling. It's not a conference call. And I thought that's very relevant to what we're discussing. <laughs> Look it up. It's called um, Unlocking Us. With Bre- oh, no. Unlocking Us. Well, oh, that's her podcast. But I think, the- anyway, it's an author. Emmanuel Acho. Emmanuel okay. A-C-H-O. But back to this. Uh, so what's your, I mean, what's your opinion of, you know, where are we going with all this? Am I good enough? And, you know, being validated and checking out what we should be, so to speak. Is that really adding to our, well, it's obviously not adding to our individuality. I mean, I'm sure of that. But is it adding to our power? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a great question. So I guess when you're speaking about the word validation, having other people in society, your friends, your family, whoever, your neighbors, 
agree with what you're doing, approve of what you're doing, I guess taken to a point would be really not great. But I also feel that there's something called being supported, which is maybe somewhat short of being validated that is necessary. I think one thing we all learned from the pandemic the last few years is that we are a community species, right? We're, we're a species that thrives in community, in relationship. And isolation doesn't suit, I mean, any of us probably, but certainly the vast majority of us. So there is something about community. And what is it about community? I think that word would be support. So if I'm taking a courageous step or if I'm weighing a couple of decisions in my mind, I would benefit from the support, the caring, the love, maybe the viewpoint of other people in my close circle. And that would feel good. And I think that that's super healthy. I think taken to another degree, we would call it validation, that I can't, in fact, move forward with my own life unless the society at large would validate or agree with what I'm doing. And that feels stifling. And I guess the other question we would ask is, what price am I willing to pay to get that validation? Right? What price am I willing to pay? What am I personally willing to sacrifice to have people, even strangers, even people that are not in my close circle agree with and approve of me or my choices. That's, I think, where we get into trouble. So like any other question we could talk about, I think it's always a matter of degree. Mm -hmm. Okay, so from the point of view of valid validation, so to speak, um, right. where we ask the people for support, as you said, that's fine. But I'm talking more about where people are actually letting go of who they are for the sake of, you know, and my, you know, so they're reaching out for lifelines, which they can actually, if they sat quietly, they would know the answers to a lot of these things themselves innately that, you know, and I'm not talking about reaching out for support, but you need support, you need support. But I'm talking right. about just in general i'm finding people sort of losing their own individuality for the sake of asking opinions and being validated and so they're losing their um they're losing their individuality through that kind of thing not the support side but the other right. side because it's really easy to pick up the phone and ask someone uh, do you think she's good for me you know, right. or, right. Or, or, you know, or do you think, or do you, yeah. think I, do you really think I should take that job because, you know, right. you know, I met the guy and, you know, he seemed a bit um, sort of short with me and I'm not sure if I'm going to like him. And, you know, I'm not sure if his astrology sign is going to work with mine, and, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. That kind of shallow validation that we're, that, that people are reaching out for. And I think that's diluting their uniqueness. Right. Well, you know, you say it's maybe causing them to not know who they are or not be who they are or not be the individuals that they are. But, you know, I think we could step back and ask a bigger question. Do many people even know who they are? You're saying they're losing it as if they had it. I'm wondering to what degree any of us have really developed it because I think a lot of us have grown up with parents that were overly concerned themselves about what everybody thought. And maybe the message never was 
figure out who you are and be it, maybe the message was uh, what's going to work for everybody else around you and be that. And I think when that's the message, our focus changes from who am I, what do I need, and how do I best express myself to how are people going to like me the most, how will people be happiest the most, and that's who I'm going to morph into. And so I think when we grow up with maybe not the best messaging along those lines, we never really even develop a sense of self to lose. So then the question is much bigger, which is, who am I? What do I really need and want? And how do I best manifest my own uniqueness in the world? Yes, maybe sometimes with support, but not as needy of the validation of the gross society at large, let's say. I mean, listen, it's always good to have people uh, approve of the thing you do or agree with how you feel and think. I mean, I think we all feel good when people in our more inner circle kind of see us and appreciate us. And that does feel like validation, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about society at large, the general population, the gen your neighbors, the people who you may not even know that well, that maybe you don't even agree with how they live their life. Why is it important that, that they agree with how you've lived yours or the choices that you've made? This is like a work of self-exploration, I feel. Wow. So do you think people ever stop and think, who am I? Or do you think they're too busy just getting validated? <laughs> or do you think that uh, they... Yeah. Uh... yeah. I had a patient this week, and it's like a perfect example of it. She was offered three or four different jobs. Uh, she's a contractor, and she in the movie business. And she, she had three or four, maybe five different kind of offers about where to go next after she finished the contract she was doing. And she was kind of talking it through how confused she was. And I said, well, on what basis do you make that decision? And she kind of looked stunned. And she said, well, kind of who's going to be the least disappointed in me when I say no? So can you imagine having like five wow. opportunities and the way you make the decision is whose feelings you'd hurt less by saying no to them? I mean, that, that was like astonishing. And that's I said, sort of, that's waging well, I, your whole outcome on a negative. Yes, for yeah. sure. But it's also waging your decision on what other people are going to think of you. So I said, well, which one kind of feels the best? Which one has the most sparkles around it in, inside you? In other words, what does your instinct say would be the most exciting? And she looked at me blankly like the question had never occurred to her. She had never thought about it of which of the opportunities would I enjoy the most? Which of the opportunities has the most Kind of like, you know, your heart gets that little flutter, which I think is the greatest way to make a decision of that nature. And so it was like was a basing, new concept for her. So she was basing her whole approach and decision based on how they would react, who would, who would think the least worst of her. Yes, exactly. Wow. That's like starting on the back foot already, isn't it? Well, I mean, and, and then you wonder, okay, you know, I always feel like, okay, whatever individual patient is sitting in my office represents a certain portion of the population, right? It's not just like one odd person. This is yeah. like, this person must represent, I don't know what the percentage is, but a lot of people who approach life this way, moving forward, who am I going to hurt the least, right? And, wow. and that's the basis of my decision, as opposed to what do I want? 
And how do I manifest my own unique skills and talents in this world the best? And what's going to give me the most pleasure? You know, because people yeah. think, well, that's selfish. Well, I mean, is that really selfish? Or is that living your own life to its fullest, regardless of, of how people feel about that? And if people get hurt because I made a certain decision, well... I can't really help that. I mean, I'm not, I mean, assuming I'm not like punching somebody in the face, right? I mean, if I'm living my best life and somebody gets disappointed with that, well, I mean, is that really my responsibility or is that something that the other person needs to work through? It sounds like someone that says, I'm going to walk in here and I'll, I'll be really happy with a six out of 10. <laughs> yeah. It's That's a, a starting like that. point. I'll be really yeah. happy with a six out of ten. You know, a five will right. do it, but I'll take a six. Well, that's exactly, that's, and that's kind of destroying your self worth while you're doing it. Right, but I think what's what's astonishing to me in that case is that her focus is first and foremost, what will the other people think about my decision, and that in fact will guide it. And I mean, that has a lot of problems for a few reasons. Number one, we can never know what anybody else feels. So right away, you lost the ball game. If I'm basing my decision on what other people are going to think and feel about it, well, I don't know what anybody's going to think and feel about it because I don't live in anybody else's head. So right away, I'm, I'm losing out. And second of all, should the focus really be on what other people think and feel about me? Or should the, the focus be on what I think and feel about me. And isn't that the better place? I'm not saying you never consider other things or how other people might think and feel. Maybe you do consider that, but that's not the primary driver of me making a decision in my own life on how to move forward. So that's really a head scratcher because you really, I mean, it, it, it just really validates in a sense, you yeah. know, the premise of your question to start with. Yeah, and this is a person that's talked to you about uh, some form of audition or whatever she was going to. How does she then run her own life based on those values? A hundred percent in the same way. A hundred percent in the same way. Her life is about pleasing everyone around her. And we talked about that. Like, where does that come from? It comes from her childhood. No shock there. You know, her father was very volatile. Her mother was very critical. And what she learned was if I stay small and stay quiet and don't bother anybody, I'm going to be the safest. So that's how she's lived her adult life. If I stay small and don't ruffle many feathers, I'm, I'm the most safe. So if I, if I have a decision in front of me, I'm going to choose the thing that causes the least people to be upset. And that's how I'll be safe. And so that's how she lives her life unexamined. I mean, when we started opening this thing up, you know, it was like it was shocking to her because it's very hard for any of us to really see those patterns in our own lives because it's so woven in the fabric of who we are. It's hard to step apart from that objectively and even see it, never mind question it. Yeah, we think but people like that think they're, well, it's normal to them. It's normal to them. It's normal. And they often think of themselves as, quote unquote, good people because they, they care so much about what others think. I mean, wow, that's not being a good person. That's selling yourself out. I mean, the, that's just my view, I guess. I don't know if you agree with that, but it is totally. not being a good person to sacrifice me to please everybody else that is completely mislabeled as a good person, as unselfish, as caring. 
no, no, no. I can't do my best work if I throw myself under the bus. I have to figure out who I am, what I need, what I want, and go for it. And then from that place of position and of strength and power and feeling good about me, wow, then I can show up in spades for everybody else. But I can't really do that if I don't have a self. That's not being a good person. That's playing it safe. That's playing it small. That's trying to please everybody because I don't know who well, I am. Yeah, it's giving your power away for the sake of calling yourself a good person. Right. Well, this right. has been Huge. very, as usual, Lisa. I know you've got a busy day and you said to me you won't be hanging around long. So the, I respect that. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of the time. Um, so I'm going to respect that. But for people listening out there to this podcast, think about that. You know, pleasing the world and pleasing everybody doesn't make you a good person. It just means you give it, you're being powerless. You're giving your power away. So think about that. Meditate on that and think, are you doing that? Because a lot of people out there are doing that. And the only thing I've got to say about that in a really non medical way is stop it <laughs> <laughs> just stop doing that sometimes there's no fancy coaching or or or, or, or cognitive <laughs> advice or you know neurological yeah. type patterns just <laughs> stop it um so lisa it's been a pleasure as usual uh, <laughs> and mentioning the book again Again, um, emotional repatterning available on all platforms by Dr. Lisa Samet. So grab that book. It's an easy read. It's a thin read, which I love. And um, you'll learn a lot. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank and, you. You um, too. And thanks for having me on. It's fantastic. And um, Yeah, it's always fun to chat with you. <laughs> okay, take care. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.